0: Hello everyone, my name is Stephen Hoffman and I am a proud Luricha and Wara man who was born and raised on Larrakia country. I have strong ties to the Larrakia land and the Larrakia people. On behalf of the Back Road podcast, I want to acknowledge the true custodians of the land in which this podcast has been recorded. On both the Rwaduri country in Nam and the Larrakia country in Garamilla. And I would like to pay my respects to both elders past, present, and emerging, for they hold the memories, knowledge, and traditions of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples.
1: Go on. to The Back Row, the podcast for
0: Australia's youth. As always, you are joined by teachers and facilitators, Amanda, that's me, and Sky, that's you. That is me, and this week we're going to be chatting
1: all things self-talk. You know that pesky little voice in our heads that can be our inner bestie or our big bully? Today we're going to break it down and explore how we can shift our self-talk to be that best friend rather than a bully. It is
0: time to dive in. So Wherever you're listening, this is The Back Row. One, two...
1: As always, Amanda, let's kick off with a bit of a check in.
0: How was your week? What was your sweet and sour? Oh, well, I am going to play the game of having my sweet and sour being the same thing this week. <laughs> so, I have actually moved house this week and I've moved out to an Indigenous community in Arnhem Land, which is so, so sweet. I get to join my partner and my dog while I'm working on a project out there. Um, and the sour that goes along. Along with that is that I'm sure for any of us who've experienced moving, it is a little stressful, it's a little overwhelming and so very grateful to be here, but also um, it's been a ride. Moving <laughs> is so stressful. I completely feel you there. Mm, what is yours, sky
1: uh, So mine's kind of a funny one. I got home the other day and um, there was a bunch of flowers on the front doorstep and I was oh, like Oh you got them. Oh my god. I sent someone sent me ago. flowers. No. <laughs> if only they were from you. Um but I got home and I was like, "Oh my god, how nice is this. Someone sent me flowers." Anyway, so I go and like read the card, like take them inside and like open the card to see who the flowers are from. And it's like um, you know, to Grace and Kevin. And I was like, <laughs> okay, obviously I'm not Grace or Kevin. And anyway, it was for my next door neighbors and they had just delivered them to the wrong address. They'd got one number wrong. So I went and obviously delivered them to the correct owners. Oh. And so it was like sour because the flowers weren't for me, but I also felt like it was such a good deed of the day. So it was also really sweet and also lovely because I hadn't actually spoken to those neighbors before.
0: Oh, that is sweet. When you say good deed of the day, do you mean like the fact that you could have kept, them but you gave them. to you know? Yeah like I mean I
1: could have kept them I like I wouldn't have because that's like not who I am but I mean, the option was there. <laughs> all right. Everyone go back and listen to last week's episode on ownership. Oh no, it was the week
0: before, but either way, <laughs> I, <love laughs> I was <it>. taking ownership. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So let's get into today's episode. We are talking all things self-talk. So Sky, we know that we're chatting about that inner voice and that, it, you know, it can sometimes be a bestie. It can sometimes be a bully. So how is that inner voice for you?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's important to acknowledge that we all have this inner voice, right? Mm. It's kind of like this little messenger in our heads and it's, and it there's one that's our inner bestie and this is the voice that are the thoughts and the feelings and the behaviors. And this helps us to kind of be the best version of ourselves. Our inner bully
0: on the other hand isn't so nice. (laughs) Oh my goodness that inner bully I feel that I feel like we all do honestly.
1: Yeah it's totally normal like we all have one and our inner bully doesn't really like our inner bestie necessarily and they're kind of like the thoughts feelings behaviors that move us away from being the best version of ourselves. Our inner bully or our big bully doesn't really serve our goals or our dreams and to be honest if we listen to it for too long
0: we can start to feel Pretty crummy. Mm, You know, I feel that so much. And I have to say that facing that big bully in my head has honestly been one of the most challenging things I've had to overcome, especially in my teenage years. It almost felt honestly like crippling at times, I have to say. Like Mm. it would tell me that I can't do it. I'm not good enough. I'm ugly. I'll get it wrong. I'll be, you know, rejected or I'll be left out. And there wasn't even much evidence of that being true but the bully was so loud yeah. so I feel like our listeners will probably be able to relate to that as well as I'm sure you do Sky.
1: Uh, I totally do and, I, and I, I'm listening to your story and I'm like are we the same person? Were we the same teenager? <laughs> but I just think it's like it's like so normal and the voice like doesn't stop right you turn into an adult same thing it's still there but it's about learning about being aware of it. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in high school one of the most like prominent kind of memories I have of this voice really kind of changing something for me in my life so I'm like I love performing I don't know if you can tell but um <laughs> I mean this is an audio medium but I'm quite expressive and I loved that um in high school any opportunity to kind of like perform like if a teacher was like everyone we are doing an oral assessment I was like yes I, it was it was my, it was oh the my best gosh. thing ever
0: I feel oh, like no. I want to be so, like hands up anyone who feels that because I feel like that nearly no one feels that way <laughs>
1: everyone's just like nodding their heads as they listen. They're like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I loved it. So I went to, I really wanted to audition. So our school announced our school musical for the year. And I was really excited about auditioning. I like learned some of the the lines you had to learn. I learned the song, I learned the dance routine. And on the day of the audition, they had us all kind of line up outside the drama rooms. And I remember standing in line and kind of like preparing myself mentally in my head and like positive self-talk for the most part. I was like, yep, you've got this. You can totally do it. And then I kind of saw these girls behind me in line and they, you know, like, I don't know if they were talking about me or just in general, but I heard this comment that was like, oh, why are they auditioning? And straight away, my inner bully was like, you don't what, like, why are you here? You can't do this. What makes you think that you're going to get in a role in this musical? And that inner bully actually got so loud that by the time it got to my turn to audition, I totally flaked I totally, I, I just couldn't do it. And I left the room. Oh. And so I never even had the opportunity of like redoing that audition or, or anything. I just missed out that year. And I didn't get to be a part of it. And, um, that was obviously like, the first time in my life where my inner bully had been so loud that it had genuinely stopped me from doing something that I really wanted to do.
0: And I just, you know, I honestly feel like everyone listening will relate to this it's such it's such a thing right yeah because we we perceive things around us or we perceive judgments we perceive assumptions or make judgments make assumptions about ourselves Mm. or about Mm. the situation and we let that bully be so loud it's wild
1: it is and if we're not aware of it and if we don't kind of have like strategies to overcome that inner bully it really can take over so Mm. I guess that's really what we want to focus on today is like how do we kind of to tame that or harness it and make our inner bully work with us instead of working against us Absolutely. and kind of training our inner bestie to be a little bit louder and to stand up for themselves a bit more um, and to play a bit more of an active role in our lives. And I was lucky enough that that first year that I kind of flaked on my audition um, was I was in year 11. So I still had another year of high school to go and then I knew there would be another musical the following year. And I remember just thinking to myself in preparation for that, like this time you are not backing down, like this time you are going into that audition room, you are giving it all you've got because like you can do this. And I, and I really felt myself starting to turn those um, thoughts around. And you know, the thought of the girls saying things about me kind of came back to my head and my um, inner bestie was being absolute bestie gal that day and was like, well, who do they think they are auditioning? Like you've got just as much right to be here as anyone else does. Like you can definitely do this. Just go in there, use it as an opportunity to show them what you can do. Um, And I did do that and I actually scored a leading role. So I was super stoked. I had a singing solo. I had heaps of lines to learn. And being part of that musical was one of my favorite high school memories.
0: And so I think that's a beautiful thing to take away from your story as well, is like we all have those moments where that bully can take over and Mm. where maybe that bully can even bring us down, make us step back. But there's always another opportunity, you know, that opportunity might not look exactly the same it might not be in school it might not be at the same time or the same situation but there will be another opportunity to nurture that bestie and that's exactly what we're going to be chatting about today. Yeah, oh,
1: exactly right. And I think it's really important to just reiterate here that in a conflict about which voice to listen to is really important. And it can often be hard because it's often our inner bully that actually has the louder
0: voice and we right. have a little bit of research to back that up. Oh my gosh, <laughs> wild. And also the inner bully that is so certain of themselves. So, yeah, this research, look, we've we've done a little bit of research to back this up because it is so prevalent not only for us but with all of the young people that we work with and probably for our listeners as well. So, it's pretty crazy to know that we actually have somewhere between 12,000 and 60,000 thoughts per day. Now, that is a lot a lot of thoughts. Research tells us that Up to 80% of these thoughts are negative which is that's crazy crazy. and you know we know the why we know why this happens and the reason is is because our brain is constructed to protect us so our brain is constantly on the hunt for where could Mm. there be a risk right yeah and so that feeds into why we have so many negative thoughts but at the end of the day those risks are nearly always perceived risks and the fact that we're dealing with up to 80 percent of those thoughts being negative is so much to overcome and also knowing that about 95% of our thoughts are actually repetitive and similar to the day before. So if we're in a cycle of thinking a certain way about ourselves or about a situation or about how to go into, you know, a certain way of being, chances are we're thinking that way exactly the same the following day and the following day. And it's in this repetitive cycle. So we are here to chat about how do we break that cycle? Because the bestie is honestly where it's at and we've all got to overcome this cycle of those negative thoughts. Oh,
1: absolutely. I was just thinking as you're saying that when you're like 80% of negative, I'm like, so what's the other 20% for me? It's like, what am I eating for breakfast? What am I eating for lunch? What am I eating for dinner? (laughs)
0: Am I going to the I'm, gym
1: today? That's just because I'm like snack oriented, but it's fun. <laughs> but it is wild. It is so wild to hear those stats. And it's it's like so normal. We can
0: absolutely all relate to that. Mm-hmm. We can for sure. So, you know, another important thing to acknowledge before we delve in any deeper is that these voices, whether they are coming from that negative place, which is that bully or whether they are coming from a positive place, which is that bestie all of them impact our feelings, our thoughts and our actions throughout the day. That's exactly what happened that day in high school. You know, you kind of got this sense, you you thought something was going on, you started having these mm. thoughts and it directly impacted your thoughts, your feelings and then your actions. Yeah. But so often we don't even realize that those thoughts are being influenced. You know, they're being influenced by the world around us. They're being influenced by past experiences. Yeah. They're being influenced by what we're absorbing on the social. What we're experiencing at school or at home. And so there's so much noise and so much going on that the first step is really recognizing what that inner voice is trying to say and when it's showing up and, and who is showing up when.
1: Yeah, and I think when you tune into it and you start to have an awareness about this inner voice, you can kind of recognize the moments in your life when your inner bully really makes itself known. I know, like for me, it's usually before I'm about to do something new or I take a risk before. For other people, it might be when we're feeling like tired or overwhelmed or, you know, like for school it showed up the most when I was in for me in class when we were being maybe taught a new concept and it often took me a little bit longer to get things than the people around me and I could feel that inner bully start to kick in when I could see like people around me kind of getting it and I was like still struggling to
0: understand stuff oh so like in those moments what would the inner bully be saying to you well I like
1: to call my inner bully bossy boots Bettina um (laughs) and in I know I gave her a name (laughs) Um and in that oh. school setting she would she would say things and like apologies to any Bettinas li- listening, absolutely no offense. Um <laughs> men there. Um, But in that school setting, like she would turn up and say things like, you can't do this. Or like, you're not smart enough. Or like,
0: why are you even trying? You know? Oh, feels. And I feel like so many of our listeners will relate to those comments as well. It's so mean. It's literally bullying. Like, it's so mean. They're literally so
1: mean. And honestly, like our inner bullies, they have no sense of empathy. Like,
0: where is their empathy at? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... (laughs) When you hear those comments, you know, in those situations, whether it's at school or wherever it might be, how is it making you feel?
1: I mean, any time I feel like our inner critic can really impact on our emotions and our response to situations. And I know when my inner critic or my inner bully turns up, um, it makes me feel like less than. It makes me feel frustrated because I also know I don't Mm -hmm. want to be feeling that way. Like when I hear that inner bully, I also do things that don't like help me to get out of that place either. Like I might withdraw from my friends and like minimize communication or I might not ask for help, even though I know that I
0: need it. Yeah. Mm, so huge. And w- again, I feel like we've said this a million times, but like so relatable. I relate. I feel like everyone relates. Mm, and the, w- mm. the thing is, is I feel like there's this part of us until we kind of like shine a light and bring attention to it, there's part of us, or at least part of me, that's always thought, well, just because I have this thought, I guess that must be the truth. Yeah. Just because there's this line going on in my head, just because there's this, you know, statement that's rolling around in my head, it must be true. But I know it's taken us a long time to learn that just because we think something doesn't mean it's true. What right? are
1: you talking about? You mean just because we think think a thought or have an idea in our heads that doesn't make it true. (laughs) <laughs> Lol. It's so Wild. important to remember, right? It's also a great way
0: to keep us <laughs> humble. Like not every thought we have is a fact people. <laughs> exactly. Just cause we've thunk it. We don't have to give it all the power. It doesn't make it exactly <laughs> true. Just because we might be having thoughts like I'm not good enough or I can't do this. Is that the truth? Like who says bossy boots Bettina? Like I know, where are you I know. At? Who are you? Honestly. And like, if it's not
1: true, right. Then we need to start thinking about how do we shift out of that place? Like how do we engage our inner best? How do we bring back that voice in our heads that's actually going to serve us?
0: So the first step is exactly what we've been talking about. And what it is, it's bringing awareness. It's becoming aware that there are these little voices and sometimes they are super negative and sometimes they are super positive. So it's realizing that they both do exist. That is absolutely the first step. Noticing, you know, if we've got this bossy voice inside our head that it's calling us out or bringing us down noticing that it's there and you know i feel like maybe we could even think about these bossy boots and inner bestie as as people like if we think about them as two different people, if we knew someone in our life who was a person who was bossing us around or putting us down, would we really give them all the power?
1: Yeah, so true. And then we do that to ourselves in our heads, right? It's like, why wouldn't we acknowledge that? We wouldn't do it if they were real people. So why do we do it to ourselves? It's like we're literally
0: punishing ourselves. (laughs) Actually. So then once we've become aware, the whole thing is to catch it and to change that story.
1: Yeah, I love that. And so if I'm at school and my inner bully is saying to me, like, I can't do this, so I'm not good enough. How do I actually start to go about changing that story?
0: Well, I guess it's coming back to what we were saying that just because we have a thought that doesn't necessarily make it true. So it's going great. I've had these thoughts. So what is the actual truth in this moment for you? That truth was you're actually Probably one of the best possible people for the role. You're a natural singer, performer, and the truth would have actually been that yeah, it's scary and it's risky, but you know maybe you could give it mm. a go. So it's noticing what is happening around us, and whilst that boss is a reflection of what we're scared of, and what might happen, which you know is super fair sometimes, but in most circumstances mm. it's highly unlikely. So going back to that situation of you, how could you have changed that story so it actually represents the truth of your situation?
1: Yeah, I think it's acknowledging the truth and reminding yourselves of the facts. Just like you said, like I can do this and I'm actually a great singer and I love performing. And that's just, it's really just backing yourself. Like none of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. Every single one of us are just out here giving things a go and doing our best. Mm-hmm. And so even changing it to something instead of like, I'm going to land this part, because that might be like too much at that point right, for our totally. university to like speak up. But you could just change it to something like I can give this a go. Like I'm good enough to try. Like I've got this. Mm. And just those smaller kind of reminders that ease us back into that state of being where we feel more confident and more sure of ourselves. Love. Hello, Inner Bestie. There she is. <laughs> oh, hey, girl. Hey. Has your Inner Bestie got a name, by the way? Oh, I, have, I never named my Inner Bestie, but I probably should. You can call her Amanda if you want. <laughs> oh, I think, like, in real life, like, yes, obviously you're my best friend, but also if, like, Taylor Swift lived in the same suburb as me, maybe she would be. So maybe my Inner Bestie is, like, just like T Swift. Okay, I think. I want to name my
0: Inner Bestie <laughs> the same thing. Anyone who's listening who's not a Swiftie is going to be like, well, what is going on? <laughs> But here we are. So, you know, it's like coming back to identifying what is the truth and changing the story to rep- to represent that right but what we also know is that it's not necessarily that simple like those moments can be really challenging they can be really overwhelming mm. and it's not always super easy to just be like oh okay I'm gonna change this story you know it can be a lot more challenging in the moment exactly right it's not as easy as just like flicking a
1: switch and I think that's why like this this podcast and what we're talking about is important because it's about finding the strategies that do work for us. So for some people that might be like, counting to 10 and then being able to like reframe your mindset or it might be focusing on your breathing or it might be needing to like for me I know something that really works for me when I'm in that headspace is doing some form of exercise and moving my body to kind of almost shake Mm. it off like physically shake it off um (laughs) I personally also really like to focus on my strengths and just being kind to myself like we were saying just before like no one is perfect we're all human we've all got this inner voice this inner critic this inner bully and so being kind to yourself is a way of like being like, Hey, inner bestie, um, you're awesome. Just re encouraging them to kind of like find that voice again inside of you. Um, and we've got to find that balance, right. Of listening
0: to the voice that serves us and trying to tame that voice that doesn't. For sure. And I feel like, you know, one of, I know our favorite things is finding the people around us who can kind of be like those reminders of our inner bestie that can really have our back that can, you know, really, maybe when we're having, challenging situation they've they've got us and they're being our inner bestie but they're in physical oh, I form love it.
1: I love it so much it's like literally having your own personal cheer squad like in real life though like they're actual people you can count on to be there and support you
0: absolutely and even if you know it could be a friend it could be a family member it could be a family friend but if you've just got one person that knows you and can you know maybe even maybe even let you know when something you're thinking is just not fair it's like no 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 way that's the inner Bully. Like they can remind you of how awesome you are, and they can be sort of that cheer squad for you for
1: sure. Yeah, I might just pretend my inner bully is taking over all the time, or when I'm around you, and then you can just give me compliments like all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god! Oh, are you struggling right now? Is is inner bully a bit? Yeah, like... my inner bully is really loud. Well, don't yeah, stop You're amazing. You're incredible. I'm so grateful for you. <laughs> is it? Is it working? <laughs> yeah and my inner inner bully is
1: like fine you win this round (laughs) think on that it's also like important to note that it can kind of show up like if we're looking for that in our friends as well it can show up in the language like in how they might be talking about themselves so if they're like maybe you usually quite confident Mm. or they want to try new things and then their language is like oh I don't know like I'm a bit unsure or oh well you go first or maybe you should try or maybe next week or not this time or I don't know if I can do that you can actually kind of hear it as well in the language they use their body language might also shift Absolutely. and being able to recognize those things and the people around you can be an awesome way of being like hey I'm going to tap into you right now and I'm going to be your personal cheer squad like
0: you can do this let's do it together yes mm. and I know we were kind of making a bit of a joke of it before but you know and that kind of to be honest it felt a bit I don't know, awkward. And it might like when we start this, it might feel a bit, you know, to have someone where you really get each other's back and really open Mm. up about that. It might feel a bit odd at first and we'll just take practice, you know, love this. You know, there's something else that I love to use for supporting my inner bestie and that is strength statements. So I tell me more. Well, I actually wrote my first strength statements when I was 15 years old, because as I mentioned, this inner bully is something I have really struggled with, especially through teenage, you know, things around my body image and my confidence. And so someone in my life who was very wise advised me to write out my, some strength statements for myself. And at that time, Do you remember what they were? I do. Do you remember what some of those statements were? So three that I have used literally for so long since I was 15 and they they directly like I want to say almost like conquer like they directly conquer my greatest inner bullies comments so my greatest inner bully Mm. comments are like you can't do this you're ugly you know some things like that and so my strength Mm. statements that I've really relied on and really nurtured for so long are my big ones are I am beautiful I am strong I am confident and I've got this, like I can do it. And so I literally have them written down. I love it.
1: That's so nice is I've definitely tried it before and like we can write them literally about anything like it might be like I'm brave I can do this I'm going to give it my best I'm genuinely the best thing since sliced bread I'm the cat's pajamas and the bee's knees and I won't hear anything different like they can be anything they want them to be and sometimes I love embracing that inner silliness because when I'm silly that's when my inner bestie comes out and shines the most so sometimes just like being able to laugh it off and those kind of things as well can also really help to shift it
0: yes it doesn't have to be so serious and so one thing I love to do with my strength statements is to write them down and you know pop them on my bedside table or pop them on a mirror or you know get a chalk get a chalk marker and write them on my mirror and to really remind myself each morning or each day because they really do help us conquer that that inner bully which is just not you know not a not a good friend it's just not a bestie. Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> so I guess it's important for us to remember why we've all got inner self-talk. Like our inner self-talk is non-stop. We heard it before, 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts a day. Like that is a lot going on in your brains. Mm. Um, we can nurture our inner bestie. Like it's our choice, which thoughts we want to focus on and which ones we want to give our energy to. And we can remind our inner bossy boots, our, <sighs> inner, <laughs> our inner critic, um, our inner bully at that moment that they don't have have all the power. And this also can reduce the assumptions and the judgments that we make about ourselves and the world around us, because the lens we're literally looking at the world at through can change a whole bunch in that.
0: Mm, Be kind to yourself, everyone. Be so kind to yourself. You know, that statistic that 80% of our thoughts are negative is so wild. So it's also just not what we deserve. You know, we're all doing our best. So be kind to yourself and focus on tuning those inner voices. To be supportive, notice them, catch them, and do what supports you best, and feed that because you deserve it. You do deserve it. And on that note, have a
1: fantastic week. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you all next time. Have
0: the best week ever. Be kind to yourself. Be kind. Bye. Bye.